This is Counselor Magazine's Michelle Bell, and I have Chuck Fandos on the line. And Chuck, of course, is the CEO of the Facilis Group, which, as we announced yesterday, has been acquired by Elysian Capital. Congratulations, Chuck. Thank you, Michelle. Appreciate it. So, as we know, so Elysian, and you correct me if I'm wrong, of course, uh, is one of, owns Chris Lee's company, Brand Edition. And is that also the company that was involved in purchasing your company, Gateway CDI? That is correct. Gotcha. So as the number five person on the Power 50 list, that was quite the announcement yesterday. What kind of feedback have you gotten, Chuck? Uh, a lot of feedback. Uh, most of it positive. Um, you know, great responses um, and questions uh, from and suggestions from, you know, facilities customers. Uh, talked with a lot of our supplier partners. Um, and, you know, it, it's been good, but no one's perfect, and uh, certainly thinking about ways we can get better, and that's why I'm excited about this, this deal. So, Chuck, for the facilities group specifically, which, you know, uh, it's a huge entity now in the industry, a technology platform, um, you know, buying group for the, for people both in Canada, companies both in Canada and the U.S., I think the sales, and you correct me if I'm wrong, are uh, over half a, half a billion in sales collectively. Yeah, probably three quarters of a billion. Okay. So tell me what this acquisition means specifically for the Facilis Group members. So for the Facilis Group members, you know, we we really always talk about how we're a three-legged stool, uh, technology, community, and, um, you know, supply chain or buying power. Yep. So uh, our community is really our secret sauce that these distributors are each other's board of directors, and they share ideas, and and, and we try and, uh, no pun intended, facilitate those conversations, mm-hmm. and that community is based on slow growth, um, not saturating markets, not, you know, putting distributors on top of each other, and it's based on trust and having a lot of fun at our event, and, you know, that that's something we, we have worked hard and will continue to work hard and see no changes in that area. Some people ask if we're going to go to cash bars from open bars, and the <laughs> obvious answer was no. Well, heaven forbid. Uh, heaven forbid. So the, the community stays the same. Um, you know, our relationship with our supplier partners is uh, stays the same, and our programs are locked in for next year. And obviously a tough year with, for suppliers in the industry with tariffs and Prop 65 new labeling laws, but we've worked through those things, so feel good about that. Uh, we feel our technology is is one of the, if not one of the leaders, then the leader in the industry. Um, but yet, that world, Michelle, is moving very, very quickly, and um, we think this infusion of capital investment and new ideas that's going to help us move even quicker. Um, and, you know, we're, we're trying to go from that entrepreneurial model to an enterprise model, from a garage band to a stadium band, <laughs> because the, the world is changing quickly, and that's where we see um, the greatest uh, benefit of, of this deal is those investments in people from an IT point of view, in anything we need to do so that we can move more quickly, be more responsive, and be more innovative. 
That's great. And I see that, the, of course, the executive team will remain intact, that being Dan Rochette, the founder, and Martin Weber, and you. And can I ask, uh, Chuck? I'm sorry? Yeah. No, yeah. go ahead. Um, how many presently, how many uh, member companies do you have in Facilis? About 125. And that's both in the U.S. and Canada? Correct. The vast majority are, I think there's 18 in Canada and the balance in the U.S. Great. Um, within the release that I thought was interesting yesterday, and you and I spoke about it briefly yesterday afternoon, is the formation of the Pebble Group. Now, can you kind of explain what that is in, insofar as, is it a subset of Elysian or a completely different entity? No, it's a subset of Elysian. Um, I think it's no surprise to you, Michelle, that, you know, private equity is very interested in our, our industry um, over the last few years. We're, we're the the bell of the ball, so to speak, as an industry. Why is that, Chuck? Chuck, just why? I mean, you and I spoke about it yesterday. It's, you know, can you kind of juxtapose where we are now that truly this industry has become like, you know, the, the hot kid at the, at the prom. But, you know, seven to ten years ago, as you and I laughed about yesterday, not so much. What has happened in the interim? Well, I, I think that the, the industry is very resilient in that so many industries have been disrupted by the Internet. And, you know, travel agents don't really exist too much anymore. A lot of printers don't exist any, anymore. We've been able to continue to generate, as an industry, the same profit margins, have great relationships with customers, be an attractive industry for type A personalities to come in and work. And I think a lot of other industries have really declined, and we continue to grow and I think last year was the, the largest year ever for the promotional products industry at roughly $25 billion. So there's a lot of money out there, and they're looking for industries that are growing, stable, profitable, and, and I think we tick all those boxes. So let's go back to the Pepple Group specifically. So, again, you said it's an, it's an offshoot of Elysian Capital. And really, if I'm reading the release correctly, it's formed with, with a laser focus kind of on our industry. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, so um, I, I would say that the formation is more um, aspirational than something that's going to be executed right now. Uh, it just made sense that Brand Edition, who is the largest distributor based in Europe mm-hmm. with a large U.S. presence, uh, and now Facilis, um, let, let's look at, or Elysian's position is, let's look at them in the same, you know, industry. And forming the Pebble Group leaves open the possibility of other potential investments in the industry. Although I can tell you today, nothing is planned uh, at the moment, but that's, that's the thing. And, and I agree with that because I, I think that, you know, our industry will continue to consolidate. And if you can leverage technology, if you can leverage buying power, those are all good things. So uh, I think it's a concept that makes sense. But at this point, it is just that, a concept. I got gotcha. you. And in, Chuck, in your opinion, you know, you've been around long enough to see the kind of companies that have become really attractive to private equity. What would you say, you know, kind of ticks the boxes as, you know, a company in the future that would be attractive? What do they, what do they excel at? Um, you know, solid leadership team uh, with um, 
succession planning in place, a strong technology that is flexible to grow and change with the growing and changing world that we're in, um, good profitability, uh, stability, and really strong reputation, too, because these buyers do their homework and they talk to customers and they want to get a feel of not just what you look like on paper, but, you know, they, they kick the tires, they check the engine, they check the oil, and, you know, you have to be well-run, growing, have a plan, and have a great leadership team. Do you think, uh, in, in your experience, are companies like Elysian, now Pebble, are they mainly focused on distributors, or do you think that they would be open to supplier acquisition as well? You know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think you and I, Michelle, have had those conversations about people crossing the fence. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, owning distributors and suppliers. I, I don't think the industry is ready for that right now. Um, so I, I think it would be on the distributor side and distributor service side uh, for you know, the Pebble Group, uh, I would think. That, you know, big risk for a supplier to, or for somebody to invest in a supplier that also owns a distributor and, you know, a large portion of their customer base leaves. Uh, I think that's just a risk no one is really willing to take at this moment. Understood. Chuck, how long have you been? I don't know. What, 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 what do you think about that, Michelle? I mean, I, agree. I t- totally agree with you. I just don't think the industry is quite there yet. Yeah, I think we'll get there, but I don't think we're there now. Yeah, I agree. Chuck, how long have you been in the industry? Uh, This is my 31st year in this amazingly wonderful industry. So if you and I were to bet, how many more years for you? Um, Do I die? (laughs) I would never bet on that. Um, so I don't know how long that's going to be. I'm in reasonably good health. I haven't been in any industry events in the last 30 days, so <laughs> my health is recovered. And, you know, I, I love this industry, and it, it's my life, and I love these relationships, so I, I, I couldn't see leaving, to be honest with you. You know, it's interesting. You and I have talked before about this industry seems very cyclical, and just when people seem to think that it's going to, you know, uh, blow apart in some evolution or revolution and, you know, that it's on its last leg and that, you know, a new generation's coming in they're not going to want to use promotional products, that never seems to come to fruition, right? It just seems to keep growing and getting better. No, it, it keeps growing, and, and I and you and I have also had this conversation. I think the promotional product itself has never been more relevant because people are just tuning out so much digital stuff that the free product that you're handed in an event, you know where you got it from, you look at it all the time. I think it's the best form of advertising out there right now, and certainly the, the one that is retained the most. So I would say that you are one of the most in the industry, one of the most optimistic and pragmatic people I know about the industry in general. What's something, though, Chuck, that gives you pause about the industry right now? I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, I, I think I think our industry is really doing a nice job with product safety and, and doing well there. Um, I, I think that our products are relevant and we're finding new ways to sell it. You know, I, I probably am most concerned about supply chain disruption, 
Meaning, what if in a year from now we're not getting any goods from China? How long will it take us to uh, rework that? Uh, that's probably my biggest fear at the moment. How about, because Facilis is a tech-based company, how about cybersecurity? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it's, a, it's a concern. It's always a game of whack-a-mole. Yeah. You know, I'm not naive, I'm not naive enough to, to think that any company or any government or any entity that enough hackers want to hack into and mess with, they can do it. Um, but I, I think we continue to improve and we continue to evolve, but that's always a concern, but I don't, I don't think you can lose sleep over that because that concern is out there for everybody every single day. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if, obviously if we didn't have the Internet, uh, our industry and every industry would be crippled. But, you know, long term, I, I like our industry. I like the promotional product. I do want to know where future sales reps are going to come from. That's a bit of a concern mm-hmm. in the industry or the way we go to market with the product because not everybody wants to buy off the Internet. Um, so that's a concern. But I, I think these are things that bright people can figure out. And I'm not concerned about the long term stability, but we could have short-term disruption in technology, in supply chain. So those, those are my concerns. And it's funny, David Woods, I, I used to be a lot more negative about, you know, is the industry changing? And David Woods once told me, he goes, I've been in the industry 25 years. Everybody's been talking about that every year and it hasn't really changed. Just relax and calm down. <laughs> I think we're great. A <laughs> uh, quote from somebody you and I know, relax and calm down. Yes, relax <laughs> and calm down. So it's interesting to me, Chuck, that as this industry does become more high profile um, among private equity groups, it's almost like a double-edged sword that we've also become more high profile as far as being the target of some cyber attacks. That's the reason I asked you about, you know, as far as cybersecurity. So that's just kind of fascinating. You know, with the good comes the, the not so good, comes the bad. Yeah, we're, you know, so to speak, not as much under the radar as we used to be. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Chuck, both uh, professionally insofar as your role with Facilis and personally. So what is your big goal for 2019? Um, The big goal for 2019 is to have a better work-life balance. And I think I'm working towards that. And to have Facilis start this new chapter and become even better because we have amazing customers, amazing team that works at Facilis. This is going to allow them to have new ideas um, heard in different ways and amazing suppliers that just want to keep getting better because the competition is tough and everybody's growing. And, And I do think that private equity or investments in our industry are pushing us all to become better. And I think that's a good thing as long as we don't use that, lose that community and those relationships that to me are the, the biggest attraction of the industry. In the, in the multitude of calls that you got yesterday, Chuck, did anybody, did people express concern that, um, you know, is private equity going to quote unquote, you know, ruin the foundation of the industry, change the the landscape of the industry, the, the look and the feel of the industry, were there any comments like that? Um, no, there were not. I, uh, 
most of the, the questions that I had were, you know, are, are there fundamental changes in the business philosophy of Facilis? Um, good or bad, Michelle, I think people are a little, um, uh, you know, inured to all the private equity in our industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and that scares me a little bit, even though I, I'm part of that. I think private equity has a place. But I think small business ownership has a place doing, and that's the secret sauce of our industry in the U.S. And, and you know, having grown up in Greek-owned restaurant businesses and things like that, I, I think small businesses is great for not only our industry, our country, and the world, and, and I don't want to see that ever go away. That being said, private equity, you know, does have a, a place, and it pushes industries to become better, too. That's great. Well, Chuck, thank you for your time. I know you're driving on your way to Sarasota. And can I guess that your personal goal for 19 is to survive Dave Saraceno's 60th birthday party and go? <laughs> well, that comes early in the year. So if, if I don't do that, the rest of the goals will fall by the wayside. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Chuck. And congratulations again on the deal. Thanks, Michelle. Always great to talk with you. Bye-bye.